0: Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show Podcast. I am Tony Payne. The NFT space has been booming, hasn't it? Well, yes, it has, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to be talking about one-on-one. I am building community around your art. We know how important it is to build community around anything that you do, right, even if it's Um, Being a musician, an actress, uh, an artist, when you have a community or people that actually follow you and believe in what you do, it always works out a tad bit better than when you don't. Well, a lot better than when you don't. So yes, we're going to be talking about building community around your art. And I am not alone with me today. I have a wonderful, you know, the term one-on-one artist starts to irk me these days. Like what is (laughs) one-on-one? art really like I know that's the term we have coined to describe the artist that does their art alone in NFT like but what really is 101 art like these are the things that keep me up at night so um we're gonna say he's an artist and he's into NFTs and he sells um 101 art I guess <laughs> in NFTs with me today is Andy um Scrollsy how are you
1: Hiya, Tony. I'm very well. I'm very well. Thank you. How are you?
0: I am fine. Thank you. So um, Andy is in the UK, which, you know, is so amazing to me because um, one of the beauties of, you know, Web3 and NFTs is that you can be anywhere in the world. I'm in Los Angeles. You're in the UK. We both do NFTs and we're having this conversation in NFTs and we connect like almost daily because of NFTs, right? And um, that's one of the beauty, beautiful things um, about, um, well, to me about NFTs, like it doesn't matter where you are. You don't have to wait for a gallery and fly down somewhere. You can kind of um, just do your thing. And Andy, you're a seasoned artist, right? You've been an artist for over 30 years um and you just you know you're a creative artist i love your work i've seen your work how has the journey been cliche question cuz we <laughs> we got to know first okay. how has the journey from being um i don't want to use the word in real life artist cuz this is real life these are our experiences how has the journey from being a physical um artist to a web3 artist how has that
1: been um, yeah, it's it's a sticky one to kind of coin a phrase to. A lot of people use uh, traditional. You know, I, I don't like that word because, you know, the me, we are working in a purely digital space um, and that is still traditional art uh, to mm-hmm. myself. The, the transition's been quite, uh, for me anyway, it's been quite easy. I picked up digital back in 2019. Mm-hmm literally got hooked straight away because it's so much more portable for me and I can utilize a lot of the physical works into the, into the digital portraits and so on. So the transition's been quite easy in terms of the digital aspect. Web3 itself and the NFT scene, yeah. there's, a lot to, there's a lot to learn. And just like in life, I'm you know, you're constantly learning; it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you know, quite quickly, I found my way around, and I figured out, you know, the pitfalls of Web three, just like in in Web two. You know, you you figure out what not what you should and shouldn't be doing, but what you need to be looking out for, such as scams and and you know, links and DMs if you're on Twitter and um, you know, things like that, and yeah, all the kind of Issues that come with Web3. But the transition has been quite quite easy in terms of, I use Twitter anyway. Yeah. I made a new account just for what I'm doing at this moment in time. But I use Twitter, so that's really easy. Um, I obviously, I was around crypto before, so I I knew how to work a wallet. I knew about wallet security. Uh, I knew, obviously, how to buy Cryptocurrencies, how to convert, how to how to use them. So for me, it wasn't it wasn't so bad. But navigating this space, as I say, has been a massive learning curve. I'm still learning today. You know, there's no yeah. right or wrong. You know, in terms of for artists, there's there's no set way we can do it. You can sell a lot of pieces at a smaller price. You can sell very little amount of pieces at a larger price. There's no set way. It all depends on. On the individual. And, on the, and in the,
0: got it. You mentioned just now that you um, created a new Twitter account. <laughs> I always say that I feel like that's what I should have done. Um, because when I got into NFTs, um, I decided to use my existing Twitter account. My personal Twitter account is what I've always used um, for everything. And I've had it forever. And I feel like sometimes I feel like it's working against me. Um so yeah, you said you created a new Twitter account. What was um, what was the decision? Why did you decide to create a new Twitter account? And do you think it was the best choice um, for
1: you? Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, a lot of people are fooled by follow counts, and a lot or data accounts are created. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I, you know, we all know there are scammers with hundreds of thousands of followers, mm-hmm. and and for one second, my normal account didn't have that. It doesn't have that. The reason I did it, because my main Twitter account is a personal one where I connect with friends and family from uh, all across the UK and and a few different countries. Yeah. I didn't want to convert that to art. I'm sure as much as my friends and family love my art, they don't want to... The amount of tweets I've put out since starting this account, I think I'm at 65K. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, you know, they'd soon get pretty fed up. And I wanted a dedicated space on twitter to showcase what i do and to help showcase other artists Mm -hmm. so i thought it was important to start from scratch and you know i can see the growth from when i started in this space and other people can then see the growth see
0: the growth yeah Yeah, i think i think that's my one of my
1: big mistakes i feel like
0: um i probably i still thought about it this morning actually like i feel like i should have created a whole new Twitter account because, and you're right, you know, because I had Twitter followers before NFTs and I had a lot of Twitter followers before NFTs. And, um, you know, a lot of them are not really into NFTs or interested. So now that I tweet a lot about NFTs, um, I feel like, oh, okay. You know, chances are I'm going to be losing those followers in terms of not losing them in terms of like me yeah. being unfollowed, but losing them in terms of like, okay, attention. And then of course, when, um, you know, uh, well, of course, when it's not relatable, then it starts to hit your, um the algorithm, it starts to hit your um numbers. Right. And I, I see that happening with my account and it makes me feel like, you know what, Tony, you should have just, You should have just started from scratch And how, I mean, it's too late now, I think um, To fix it Because I've been in NFTs um, close to Wow, it's going to be a year very soon, yay And I've, you know Wow I know
1: (laughs) So you must have started a similar time to myself Because I'm coming up to a year as well
0: Yeah, I started in May Well, yeah, yeah, I started researching April, May-ish And I fully got into it in May so, um, yeah, it's, it's been quite, it's been quite a, an interesting journey, um, for me, but yeah, I think good idea, good call on, you know, creating a whole new, I see a lot of people who do that where you'll see, Oh, X, Y, Z, then NFT at the end of their account. Yeah. So I those I can those people I can tell like oh they they just started because a lot of people were not on Twitter before NFTs right they came yes. on Twitter because of NFTs and this way you know that the following you have is strictly because of NFTs and um chances are or because of your art um they're more likely to react
1: <laughs> um yeah de- to- definitely it helps to to keep it separate i mean although the <laughs> When I say separate, it's not completely separate because, like yourself and many others, I've made so many connections. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I consider yourself and and many artists that we both know friends at this stage. Yes. So it it's almost <laughs> it kind of crosses over a little bit. Uh in terms of it's not just about art now because you know artists and collectors buy from. The person as much mm-hmm. as they do because they enjoy the art, and I look uh, occasionally I do go through my um my Twitter accounts and analytics and and look at followers and followers because you get robots following you and you get scammers so I ask yeah. and, and I do delete them and I look through the amount of people that I interact with on a daily basis and it's 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 almost like a bit of a crossover between my original account mm mm-hmm. And what I intended it to be, and, and I'm quite happy with that because I love the connections. Like you said, you're you're in the states, I'm in the UK. Get yeah. Me and you, you know, we're now sitting here speaking. I've had collaborations, um, with a US artist, or well, many US artists, but one in particular. The subject was about the communication and how we are now connected across mm-hmm. the globe. Um, and for me, that was really, really fascinating because I wouldn't have seen half of the, or almost all of the art that I see, and I wouldn't have been able to connect with the artists that I connect with from across the globe. Um, and I think that's really magical.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I, again, you know, that's one of the, wonderful things that um with nfts that i noticed well we're going to use the word traditional or physical (laughs) in real life art um is it's just easier to connect with people because you know the art scene especially in los angeles but pre-nfts was pretty much you're going to connect with people in la you know there wasn't really one place where you kind of find everybody and and nfts kind of does that where it brings all the artists um together in one place um I know that you've been quite successful in NFTs with your art. You have a very unique art style, and I know you have a good following um, for your art. How have you been able to build um, a community or following for your art? I know you've been in the art scene for a while, but with NFTs, did you um, bring some of your, we're using traditional again, <laughs> traditional <laughs> collectors in, or did you just find new ones? How have you been able to kind of do that?
1: Uh, no. So I, I didn't bring anybody from the traditional world initially, although there are people from kind of, you know, my hometown Mm -hmm. Uh, now coming into NFTs and and starting to pay attention through conversations and kind of looking at what I've been doing. But my original, I didn't have a plan. I came in, I started to look around, and I started just started to engage and and have conversations with artists and ask the questions about pieces that I liked and trying to find out, you know, where the idea came from for that piece if I was Mm -hmm. really intrigued by it. and, And, you know have conversations and I just did that for a couple of months I just shared people's work had genuine conversations one of the key things I I try and tell new artists to this space or new people to the space they might not be a new artist they might have been doing it years but to remember that we're a person behind the PFP or behind the photograph so I've got that in mind so I, i like to have these genuine conversations and I've had I have them in DMs with, you know, my phone number. Now I speak to people on WhatsApp across the world. Mm-hmm. I've had some massive threads where we've been talking for hours <laughs> and it's been really cool. And I just did that. That in turn obviously created connections. Connections created the following. Mm-hmm. And then when when I started to introduce some of my work, and show people what I'd been doing. Because people had asked, do do you create? And I said, yeah, but, you know, I've only shared a little bit. And people asked the question, you know, can I have a look? Yeah. I started to share. That then led to me being part of a collaboration with 52 artists around the world for a project called the Decked Project, which is a deck of cards. Yeah, I remember that project. Well, that, obviously, then I met 52 artists and 52 people. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just it's just grown from there. But my key advice to anybody coming into this space is just be yourself, be genuine, and that will in turn create genuine connections. You you'll have some obviously we in any space there are connections that aren't genuine and, and you yeah. learn to figure out what that is, just like in in any other part of our lives. But if we're genuine, it will create that connection. That connection, then people get to know you, they If they like your work and they like who you are, who you are and what you stand for and what you're working towards, then people will come and collect.
0: Do you think that's easier for somebody that because you you're I know you and I know you're great at networking. um, But, you know, there's some people I always say I'm not great at networking. I'm tired half the time. (laughs) Yeah. So do you think um, it helps when you're good at networking versus when you're not?
1: My honest answer is I can imagine it does. But I d- again, like you, I don't really think that I have any special networking skills. Um, I've just come kind of come into it just to be, you know, I want people to know me because my art is so different. And it's, you know, everybody will say it's instantly recognisable. Yes, it is. I wanted them to know the, per- the, the me behind it, the person behind it and why I create like I could do. So I've just come into it and I'm just, here I am, here, hands up. This is me. Um, so I don't know if I am actually good at networking or, or not. I think you. I think you are. It,
0: it, <laughs> is, is, isn't
1: it? Isn't it weird how we kind of look at ourselves and, and you'll you'll go, okay, am I Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then others can see that we, you know, like you just said that, that I am. I suppose. I mean, I could be. Um, and and it, whatever I'm doing is working.
0: But yeah, is- I think it's. Sorry, and some people think I'm a social butterfly. I'm not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'm the same. I, you know, I much like. I love my time when I can just sit and create, and it's quiet. I've got yeah. some music on. You know, nobody's call, nobody's calling, or nobody's knocking at the door, or whatever the case. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I love people. I really, you know, I, as you know, I'll, I'll sit and talk for for hours. But I do like that quiet time as well, and it's a tough balance sometimes. <laughs>
0: Um, You know, you, you, you just said something just now that, um, you know, kind of struck me said, you know, sometimes you spend days or not, not days, hours on a thread in DMs talking to people. I mean, I know we talk in DMs and um, in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're, you know, you work in real life. You're also a dad in real life. How do you balance everything without like literally like right now? me and you are talking right now and I'm like, I feel sick. Right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, you know, the show must go on. I feel like I should be resting, but then I feel like the show must go on. Right. Yeah. And, um, how do you balance everything? Cause I know it can be a whole lot. Um, and I don't, I don't sit on you know in threads all day. I'm like peace, I'm out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be. Um, I suppose. And I'd like to say, oh, I hope you start to feel a bit better as the day goes on. I know it's early morning for yourself, so fingers crossed.
0: Um, well i think i'm gonna be i fingers crossed but i honestly think i'm gonna be sick because you know how when you feel like you're about to be down like maybe with some sort of fever i i've been feeling it for a couple of days like well not a couple of days like two days now and um it's not letting up and my body feels like i'm gonna maybe by the weekend i'm actually gonna be like in bed you know yeah but the show must
1: go. Everything I'm doing well, must continue. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly, you know, we, we, we work for it and we do. Um, it's not easy. Yeah, it's it's not by any means. You know, I work full time, but I work more hours in in my art career than I do in my full time job. If that makes sense.
0: Yes, that makes a lot of sense because um, I say NFTs alone is like ten full time jobs. So that yeah. <laughs> that it, makes a whole lot of
1: sense. It, it, it can be. Um, I'm lucky in the sense I'm good with time management. I've worked uh, my career's changed a few times over the years and part of all of my career no matter what they were it's, mm-hmm. there's time management being involved and managing of other people so I can, I can do that quite easily. Um, but luckily my full time my actual job allows mm-hmm. me time to then concentrate on my art career as well because there are downtimes because I work in construction and okay. property, property maintenance you know if I've done some concrete you know I've got to wait for for things to dry or I'm waiting for plant machinery to be delivered or whatever the case so I have that half an hour I have the 20 minutes I can okay. you know hop in and out of Twitter I can have a conversation I can make a quick phone call I can speak to maybe a local gallery about events going on beautiful I'm lucky so you- that-
0: go ahead sorry
1: Okay say, so I'm just lucky in in that respect I know not everybody is and I do feel blessed for it.
0: Yeah. And You just mentioned local gallery. So um, this is one thing that I was discussing with a friend of mine recently about, you know, when we get into the NFT space, we start to focus strictly on NFTs and we start to forget that, you know what, there's still other um, things out there, but you're still doing that. You're still doing NFTs and you're still focusing on traditional (laughs) Traditional Um, art.
1: I have a... I have a want for for helping the two sides to, to interjoin. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm lucky that um in the city I grew up, Birmingham, UK, mm-hmm. uh, they, the, the contemporary art gallery, they are embracing NFT and what it can bring and, and what it can mean for the future. So I'm lucky in that respect to have a connection there. Uh, and that, because they obviously have other connections around the UK. Yeah. I get kind of, I'll get a message every now and again off the, off the or an email and I'll get to know which events are there. And I think it's important that we can create this crossover. Yeah. I know, as you say, a lot of people are concentrating on one, but I see, I see the future needing both sides of the coin.
0: I agree with you. Sense. No, 100%. It makes sense because, you know, I tweeted, um, was it yesterday? My brain is foggy. I tweeted. Yeah, it was yesterday. I tweeted yesterday um, about, you know, like my goal for my own art is to have um, to transition because I, you know, I have metal prints as well is to transition from metal prints to NFT screens or NFT screens, digital screens. And um, that's because a lot of the newer pieces that I'm working on incorporate poetry, spoken word poetry. Um, So I was like, you know what? Um, For me, Personally, I'm going to, um, you know, it's going to look better or work better if we're able to, even if I'm selling an in real life a traditional piece, um, it could come with an NFT or an NFT come with the, so it's like, you know, everything kind of works together. Okay, you want it in person? No problem. Do you want the NFT too? Okay, you want the NFT? Okay, do you want the, you know, the screen too? But, you know, I I love that. I, I think it's so beautiful because, I mean, your work, too, you know, my work, your work, the kind of art that we create, I feel like it belongs on walls. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, it belongs in somebody's, like, living room or, like, their entrance when people walk in and go, wow, you know, um, yeah. and not simply in their phone. You know, so, I mean, that's great, too. But I think if we're thinking, you know, the long game and the long run, what, where do we want to see our art? Me personally, that's where I see my art, where, um, you know, somebody can come in load up my piece on their um, screen and maybe their entertaining guests, they could play the Spoken word Poetry and look at the screen at the same time. I, it's great conversation starters, right? Yeah,
1: you know? Definitely. It, it reminds me of kind of sci-fi films where you walk in and a hologram pops up and then the voice comes up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing I... Feeling I get, but I think you still need the both. So, if you were to display in a, in a gallery, for mm-hmm. you could have the screen, which would be NFT version, and the and the spoken word, yeah. And, and you could have the plate next to it, yeah. Um, and you can you can easily display both. Um, I, you know, I'm aware that not every collector wants a physical because the amount of NFTs that we collect, I don't think we've all got the wall space to hang a physical. Um, but it is a shame I think to to have all this fantastic art that we are seeing almost hidden away.
0: Yeah. I so, think personally, I think if you are a collector of art and or NFTs, um art in NFTs and you collect a lot, you should invest in a physical, I mean in a digital screen. I, I yeah like just one digital screen can load up all your NFTs.
1: Exactly, and you yeah.
0: can have it oh i'm gonna choose to have a andy um <laughs> andy piece today i can choose to, you know how awesome that is like the just the idea that you know what on one wall you can choose what art you wish to display oh i have a dinner coming up we're gonna do landscape oh yeah. i have brunch coming up we're gonna do um we're gonna do still life oh the kids are coming to play we're going to do something colorful and fun the fact that it's just that one screen on the wall and you could choose your art I think that's incredible
1: Uh, you think about it if also if you've got a smart home so you have an Alexa or a Google device yeah that's all that's all up to your screen oh you're
0: mind-blowing me right now
1: (laughs) you can say Alexa uh you know Put a Tony Payne piece oh. on it, and, and the title of it. <laughs> and, and how cool is that? I've that is looking am- it. amazing. Looking stuff. At it. Amazing why, stuff. Why I it is what I want to do is Tony. So you imagine you've got you've got a screen in your lounge, mm-hmm. but then you move to the dining room, and, and a smart home. If you've got it set up, like you can, whatever that piece is, can follow you to the dining room.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I, that is, is amazing. Cool stuff.
0: I think that's the future personally. Um, And I think, again, this is why, you know, I, I joke around with, you know, with the way one-on-one um, art can be a bit difficult in NFTs, especially my field, which is still life. Still life is still very much struggling in NFTs. You know, you can go months without collectors. You can go, you know, you can, talk about your vision and people just don't get it. And, um, I think, you know, with me or with how I see things in the future, I think that is the way, like, I feel like that is going to be the future of NFTs. NFTs are going to go from merely if we keep it up and if we keep at it and help people understand that, you know, one-on-one art is the truth. We can have a situation where, every home then you now have homes being sold with digital screens like how some homes will have like a tv or some homes will have a refrigerator oh this i'm a realtor oh god the possibility my brain is like going overload right now <laughs> the possibilities are endless i'm a realtor like this home comes with a digital um screen where you can display your and do you know how much like you know, it's like having a private jet, almost. <laughs> well, not it quite, is, but close but enough.
1: <laughs> Even in your agent. private
0: jet, you could ha- totally have NFT digital screens in your private jet, right? Uh, yeah, everywhere, stop.
1: everywhere you go, <laughs> you can have it. But think about this. So, I mean, and this has been talked about. I mean, from before I I started selling art, but mm-hmm. the what you call a realtor, we call an estate agent. Um, okay, but they could have. And then you, the NFT could be the deed and the contract for the purchase of the property.
0: Oh, yeah. That's and true.
1: It, yeah. Now, if you imagine, now, much like in the US, there's a lot of old old buildings. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine the NFT would be a, a, almost a black and white photograph of the original, when the building was originally oh. uh, constructed, <laughs> and then, and then the contract and that picture of it as it is now, i love it how cool would that be and that could be displayed in your house so you could see the transition from say the 1800s to to now to 2022
0: (laughs) i love it i love it like i'm picturing it in my head right now and i i honestly don't see why a, a collector wouldn't want that especially if i have like a whole bunch of nfts um me personally um I'm planning. I do medals right now in my home of my work. Yeah. But I'm planning to transition into um, digital screens. I know some of them. The ones that I checked out, they were back ordered, but that's my plan. Like I'm like I like to, I like to look at my stuff.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> me, um, me too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds like oh why did she? I mean I do. I sit with my art sometimes and I look and I'm like man okay this is good. <laughs> you know. and
1: And rightfully so because you should be proud of of what you create yeah you've created it with passion you've created it uh you know with with your soul almost Uh, but should i
0: should i tell you a little secret andy well not a secret secret but i'll tell you one thing that um i battle with all the time especially in the nft space i feel like um, I feel like NFTs, not as a technology, but just, you know, looking at my art on a phone does not do it justice. That's yeah. how I feel.
1: It, it doesn't. And I will say that, I know, I've, I've looked at your art many times and, and many other people, and I'm, I'm thinking that needs to be bigger. I know the piece is bigger in terms of size. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, Twitter's compression doesn't do art any good no um you know it, it dulls the colors down it, it it can often um dilute the detail
0: yeah and so um they-
1: <coughs> go ahead sorry it's all right. I was just going to say, so we need a big screen.
0: <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Like, let me tell you, sometimes when I look at my art, I mean, I know because it's me and I've seen it on in different, you know, forms. I know what I'm looking at. So sometimes what I do is when I look at it on my iPhone and I'm like, OK, it looks it looks good. You know, if I start to feel some type of way, what I'll do is I'll because I have one um, one of those iPads, the bigger ones with the big yeah. screens. I'll go on there and I'll look at it on. And it just looks even just on the screen screen. It looks so amazing. Yeah. And I feel like, you um, know, especially with pieces like still life where they're not as I, well, I wouldn't say eye catching. They're not as um, you know, busy. It's harder to say, oh, okay, well, what's so special about this until you actually see it on a big screen, then you fully yeah. understand how beautiful this piece is. And um, I did a, a, a gallery event, um, an NFT Gallery event. Um, I think it was like last month. And I walked into the gallery and all the NFTs were displayed on the digital screens. And I walked up to mine. I had my mom with me. Um, I just took my family along. And I walked up to mine and I wowed.
1: And that's fantastic.
0: That was the yeah. day that it hit me that my stuff needs digital screens. Yeah. Like, Uh, no other way. Like I've seen the, I've seen the uh, medals and the medals are gorgeous, but the digital screen just hit different for me because I'm like, I can actually just change them out.
1: Yeah. You You can, you know, if you're not in the mood for one particular piece, you you can swap it over and it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were, you know, let's circle back because <laughs> we're talking community <laughs> art people just talking art now.
1: <laughs> yes. Terrible. Yeah.
0: So, um, you know, you've mentioned Twitter. I know in the NFT space we have Discord um, and we have Telegram for you and your art, because I know you, Andy, when you drop something, you sell because i've seen it so how what do you what tools do you use um for your community what tools do you use to notify maybe previous collectors or future collectors and how are you able to do that where when you drop work you sell because i know a lot of artists struggle with that
1: Uh, up until recently see i'm i'm not much of a social media person and Mm -hmm. Somebody said to me the other day, it's your age. And I was, well, not really. I've been around, you know, social media is not a new thing. It's been around for many years. I just kind of learned that I don't really like certain platforms all that much. Mm -hmm. So I predominantly stick to Twitter. I I do have an Instagram account. I'm slowly turning myself around to actually using it. (laughs) Um, but predominantly I use Twitter and Discord. Um, I don't have a personal Discord, but I am in many other Discords. I don't go and shill. But I have have conversations.
0: So have you ever ever had like people from, let's say you're in, because I mean, I've talked about this in previous episodes where I was like, sometimes you buy into projects because of networking, right? Have you ever had um, a situation where you're in a Discord of a project that you're a part of and then they go, oh, I like your art and then they purchase from you? Have you ever been in that type of situation?
1: Not from Discord. I've had it's led to a crossover to Twitter and then further communication. Got it. And then from there, I've had people purchase. And I've also had people purchase because somebody else has purchased one or two free, you know, pieces on, on the bounce. Nice. And then somebody's gone, oh, hang on a minute. I'm going to have a look at this because we haven't, you know, you maybe don't intersect or cross over because of the algorithm. Mm-hmm. The algorithm suddenly shows you to each other. Conversations come along. Uh obviously they like the work. And yeah. it just goes from it goes from there. Um I don't know. I can't really answer kind of how I sell when I sell. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of it is from time as in commitment. Because I'm here and every people know. People that truly know me know that I'm committed and know what my goals are for the future. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of the purchases have come from conversations and connections and relationships that have been formed over time because people have got to know me. Beautiful. i They can see that I support artists and and different things, and I'm open to answering questions to new people that come into the space and look, you know, try and look after people. And because of that. Sometimes they have they have to wait because of my prices. They they're not. I mean, they're not gigantic. I'm not talking like I'm on super rare and it's twenty five Ethereum apiece. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm my price point's not the lowest either. So you know, sometimes people have to wait. Yeah. Um, you know, but all of my literally nearly all of my sales come from connections. That connection that's been built up over the time since I started in this space.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And that's from just, you know, obviously Twitter. I should yeah. have just created a new Twitter when I started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, what you can do now, you can keep this one and create a new one for your personal
0: From Whoa, it'd be, ah, oh, yeah. It, I think it'd be easier to create a new one for NFTs than create a new one for my personal oh, okay. Youth. I think so. I mean, I, I, I get, it's so weird for me, like, you know, There are two sides of the coin with um, NFTs. A lot of people go, oh, I don't have a lot of following. And um, that means I'm not going to be seen. I think mine's the opposite. I think because I have a lot of following, a lot of people see me and feel like, okay, she doesn't need anything. Yeah. So it works. It works against me a lot. And I know it. Um, Or, you know, people have their preconceived notions, you know, when they see a check mark and when they see a large following, oh, this person is probably going to be somebody that doesn't care or this person is going to be somebody or whatever, you know, yeah. and um, those are not my insecurities or my issues, but it's still projects on me and it makes it my time in the nft space a bit harder because i can pose a question right now in nfts and i'll get ignored and somebody else with less following will pose the same question and everybody will rally around them
1: yeah like, I, <laughs> it is well, unfortunate because there, because t- twitter have done a bad job of keeping an eye on verified accounts that have been sold on the black market. Yeah, the, that could be it too. The scammers use those. Yeah. And they've all got big numbers, they've all got the the check mark. Yeah. So obviously initially people are are very very wary. This will change. I'm I'm confident this will change.
0: but i've been in the space a while i mean like i've been in the space a while i have an entire podcast (laughs) and it's so funny i'll give you one funny story and another funny story um we're still talking building community because this is part of it right yeah um i'll host a space like my podcast for instance i can you know release this episode and we'll get thousands of listeners um that listen to this episode but i'll host a space and like maybe less than 100 people show up yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, just is it me or like what is what am I doing wrong here? you know, like
1: I think um, that the the thing is twitter' is saturated um in terms of spaces that are open, and the algorithm's not kind at at times, yeah, so that plays a big part, so it's not it's not that it's you it's there are external factors at force Mm -hmm. um, which are which will affect things so the algorithm so whether people will see your post uh, you know if people can't see they don't interact with it and then they don't know yeah then often uh, you know if there are a lot of spaces going on people don't always check for other spaces or you know um, there's a lot of things and then the time Frames and time zones. So it's, as you say, it's a minefield to try and navigate. That's true. So It's definitely, I wouldn't take it personally. Um,
0: (laughs) They hate me, Andy. They hate me. (laughs) No. I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bless. But yeah, I wouldn't take it personally. It's just, ah, there's a lot of external factors to consider, you know, within that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's true. You know, I've written Twitter once, or not once, several times about, um, I was like, am I shadow banned? They said no. And then I wrote them again. I'm like, well, you know, it's not adding up for me because I can be having a conversation with a friend of mine and they'll be like, oh, I didn't see your tweet. And I'm like, but I, and then some people come on my timeline, like I'm on Twitter every day. And some people will be like, oh, Tony, it's been a while. We've seen you on. And I'm like, wait, what? Well, Elon (laughs) Musk must be it was buying Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Quick send him a message and tell him he needs to sort it out.
0: <laughs> we need him to get a wallet first though. <laughs> it's
1: like <laughs> Yeah. Well, send him some artwork Say, look come on. sort it out. Right,
0: right. Uh-oh. Um I, I'm curious to see what happens. Um Because it looks like it's going to happen, right? Um, I heard they're in the final stages of negotiations. And um, I'm curious to see, you know, what he has planned. Because I think his whole idea behind buying Twitter is freedom of speech, right? Um, I'm curious to see maybe the algorithms will change. Maybe that's the first thing they'll yank. Like everybody just run amok.
1: (laughs) Um, It's... I'd like the algorithms to change and be more effective, but I don't know if I want everybody running around um, causing (laughs) chaos because, um, as we know, uh, the social media scene, um, if everybody's allowed to run amok, then everybody kind of, you know, trolls come along and just kind of ruin things and and whatnot. So I I I, I imagine the block lists are going to get bigger. But I I did hear that (laughs) Elon Musk, the whole reason he wanted to buy... um, Twitter was because he wanted to put my artwork everywhere. That was I, know.
0: <laughs> I believe it,
1: it, you. I believe. Yeah, and if mine he's listening. too. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. If he's listening, Elon, you know where to come.
0: We're just going to find his wallet and airdrop
1: him some things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think Gary B, people did that so much to Gary B that he got so upset at some point and was like, and he put out a video and he was like, look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh dear I missed that I must have missed that movie.
0: Oh yeah This was a while ago um, I forgot what project it was They were using his name To kind of advertise Their um, yeah. product And Gary V was like this is not all right. <laughs> I was laughing, I was like, "Wow, they have finally pushed this man to the wall."
1: <laughs> but I, I can, I can, you know, I can understand why to a certain extent, you know, yeah. um, especially if somebody's using your name to promote something without your knowledge of it and without yeah. uh, your consent, because that, uh, you know, they shouldn't be doing that. That's yeah, the order.
0: I, exactly, yeah. I know. Cause you know, people, then if something happens and they start blaming him, like, Oh, well, if you knew you weren't working with them, why didn't you say something? You know, and the internet is, uh, it can be, um, yeah, it is. It is an interesting place. Um, But yes, well, speaking of um, Web3, besides being an artist, I know a lot of times um, artists do juggle other things besides art in Web3. I, for instance, I'm, you know, hosting a podcast and a creative in Web3. So um, are there any other things that you juggle in Web3? There
1: are are a few things that I I kind of no, I can juggle and want to juggle. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are a couple of things that I do. So at the moment, I help uh, a few different projects with their discords mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, uh, discord management, community management. Yeah. I've got a, a background in business, uh, a background in, you know, a, a client and account management. So for me, you know, it kind of, it, the crossover works. So at the moment, I'm currently helping a, a few different projects out with, as I say, with their Discord and their community management. And then, the plan to kind of transition to full web free will be, um, obviously, to concentrate on my art career first and foremost. But then mm-hmm. to also, uh, you know, be able to offer, you know, client management, uh, community management to you know, other people that might not have time or the knowledge or, you know, the resources to do so. So that's my plan. Part of the plan going forward, which, which then lends itself to my greater plan of creating a community studio in my local community. Nice. Um, you know, so there's all a big plan ahead and and there's there's lots of little steps going towards making that happen.
0: So a community studio, um, you want to kind of explain a little bit?
1: Uh, yeah. So um, what, I'm, what I want to do, and I, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to hear back from my local government. Okay. The local council office at the moment. I'd like to create a, a safe space where young adults, uh, you know, teenagers and, and people that are out, of, you know, whatever, of that kind of age bracket. And, and it won't stay at that. I'll extend either side, but that's my mm-hmm. initial kind of... Uh, criteria I want to look at. I want to create a, a studio where they can come, which keeps them off the streets, stops them okay. getting into trouble, stops them getting arrested, getting mixed up in you know drugs and, and nonsense. Yeah, and where they can come and they can feel free to create, and they can it's a safe space where they can hang around, and, and hopefully um, the local you know my local government will help provide counselors and 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 such. So I just want it to be like a really big safe space. Everybody can come and create digital canvas. You know, oh, nice! No. Whatever the case may be. You know, I, I want to include all these things, maybe some sculpting, some clay or whatever they want to try. This way, they're not hanging around the streets. They're not causing trouble. You know, they're not getting mixed up in stuff that they need not be, you know, getting mixed up in. And that's, that's part of my big plan. See, for me, art, Art needs to do good. You know, we can do. You you take people and the amount that people sold for, and people's one dollar editions are literally paying off people's debts and buying them a house. Yes, because they've got it for a dollar and they've sold it for you know half a million. And and I want to see my artwork do good. So I want to get to that stage where somebody can buy a piece of mine and they set you know, they, they haven't got to worry about debt or a house or a car or payments for college for the kids. Mm-hmm. I want to create a space where I can teach young adults and, and children about NFTs and the safe way to make a smart contract and, and look after your wallet and make sure that you're not getting scammed and how to mint and, and all these different things and how to just create, you know, create and have fun. So that's that is the bigger beautiful. plan.
0: That is actually a very, you know, cause and it- I have a friend that jokes and says, oh, NFT is a fad. I was like, nope, it's not. It's here to stay. No. And we need to start thinking in terms of it is here to stay. And that idea actually is really, really beautiful. I'm already bullish on your art, and I'm bullish on this one too. It's a beautiful idea because it is the future and not just for art alone. You know, Once they get into that space where they can create NFTs, And younger minds are full of ideas, right? There's so many other use cases that will start popping up um, based on this technology. Um, I hope you do um, get the, you know, the local government permits or whatever else you need to get this kicked off. And um, you obviously have my 120% full support if you ever need to come on um, once it's, you know, once it's rolling, to talk about it. Um we're here. Thank you very <laughs> much. Because I would def- definitely it, like to hear more.
1: <laughs> it's a, uh, as soon as I know like, when I get things moving, I'll definitely you'll be the um I'll send you a message. You'll be one of the first to know. It's it's a long way off at the moment. I've got to be realistic, you know. I yeah. can't because I have I have you know three children I, I'm married I've got a house to support and yeah you know I need to be able to do that through my art first before I can open the studio because obviously then I won't be the only thing I'm going to be earning from is you know kind of um, my artwork and work free so I need to be able to get to that stage first yeah um, because it, unfortunately due to the pandemic and the, the way the world is at the moment there's, there isn't a lot of government funding or grants to be able to open the studio to be able Mm -hmm. to cover the costs of the studio or the equipment and everything else so at the moment i'm gonna have to cover that myself so i need to be
0: do you think maybe creating a small project to cover it would help
1: There's a, there's a possibility of that coming in the future um, I okay. won't say too much at the moment because I yeah. but I just can't because I haven't there's a lot of things I need to kind of flesh out I know yeah at.
0: makes sense
1: makes but sense but that's 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 at the forefront of my mind to to help because I know NFT can do that and I know Oh yeah! You know, as a community, we like to you know get behind things that actually make a difference, and we can see that it on a daily basis makes a difference.
0: Yeah, I saw um, one. I mean, one Moonbird sell for like a hundred plus ETH. Um, yeah. One board ape for one fifty ETH. That's like a, a building. You could buy a building with that. Yeah. you know,
1: I, I could supply all the materials. I could, I yeah. could cover the costs of counselors. You know, because they they have to get paid. Yeah. Um, you know, I could cover all those costs.
0: And the, so or, I, I know the funds are out there. Well, yeah. I hope um, whatever you have planned, I hope it does work out because things like that, I think they're so necessary. Um, you know, And it just puts more beautiful minds in NFTs to create things that will help other people in the future. And like our little Alexa, I'm going to write Amazon. uh, Alexa, (laughs) load my NFT. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you can honestly, you can do so much. And if you ever want to talk about it just and you want you kind of need to know how to do different things, just drop me a DM and I'll... um, We'll have yeah. a or or whatever the case and I'll talk you through it. But I'm determined to make it happen. I'm not going to give up. I'm like my my mom used to say I'm like a dog with a bone. So you know <laughs> once I've seen it, that's it. I'm going yeah. for it. And and that's the case. I'm not gonna give up on it. That is my plan and that's where I want to be and that's where I know that I'm gonna get no matter how hard it is or you know how long it takes. <laughs>
0: i'm i'm the same way too and i think that's probably what makes us like creatives right like i think creatives they're very resilient because (laughs) through the through the wire through the storm we're still like this is what we want to do you know you've
1: had to be over the years because it's being a creative has been a difficult path you know for artists trying to get yeah it's not easy to get in the gallery. It's not easy to get seen or get noticed. It's, yeah. it's, it's difficult. So we have to be thick skinned and resilient. So it's a, it's a plus. It is a plus.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, well, yeah, um, before you go, I know we have approached (laughs) the hour. (laughs) Before you go, let me let me put you in the champagner hot seat. Um okay yeah, so before you go, I'm gonna put you in the champagner hot seat and ask you one question and then I will end the show. (laughs) Okay. So if there is one thing about NFTs that you could change what would it be
1: the current narrative uh, the the narrative as in education so every you know we need to educate more because a lot of people doubt NFTs and think it's a a, a quote unquote Ponzi scheme Mm -hmm. and the narrative that NFTs are only PFPs PFPs have their place just as much of you know one of one art does and I think we need to start educating that you know it's fine art is just as much valid in the NFT space whether that be photography painting you know that's what I change at the moment
0: Absolutely. Abs- I 100% agree with you. You know, I, I say, you know, how we, the foundation we lay matters at this point yeah. and about changing that narrative. I, t- not just even a hundred, I 10,000% agree with you on that because, you know, when I hear NFTs, when I hear people talk about NFTs now compared to what I used to hear um last year it's different last year it was like oh the art the art the art this year is the flip the flip the flip yeah and that's not a good sign in my opinion um like you said everything has its place but we don't want the flip overshadowing the art because no. there are a lot of beautiful things that can be done with nfts besides flipping nfts and um if it becomes you know where the, the space only attracts flippers, then you're going to have artists that are skeptical that, you know, people that can change things that are skeptical about coming into the space. And then you'll have a situation where the only people that come into the space are people that want to cash grab. Um, so, I hundred and two billion percent agree with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Awesome. We, do, we you know, we do. We need the builders. We don't just need the flippers, we need the builders. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know, that's what we're trying to do here, right? Um yeah. staying persistent and staying consistent. I think it's gonna help out a whole lot and even days that we are sick or feeling sick, we show we show up. We show up. Hopefully I don't get too sick.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll be keeping my fingers crossed that you start to, to feel a bit better.
0: A bit better. Thank you. Yeah, and I hope better. I hope so. I hope so. I was kind of playing it out to see if you know I would feel better by today, but it's not happening. I can already feel you know how when your like your neck starts to like kind of feel like it's stiff? Yeah. I started feeling like the stiffness and the stiffness in my arm. So oh, I know, no. yeah, it's maybe some. You know, I don't know a bug that hasn't manifested itself yet, but um, but it's not COVID, so. I, think <laughs> I was the, about keep, to ask. Yeah, are you going yeah, to it's not. Yet? We keep the we keep the um, we keep the home tests in the house. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, know. I don't get as paranoid as I used to. I if I kind of feel like oh, it could be allergies, and I'll just sneeze, and I'll be like, oh my god, COVID test. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I don't god. get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like get as that. paranoid as I used to
1: But before it was it, wild but Like It might knew. be a, huh? It might be a cold I mean, don't forget, you know, through the pandemic A lot of us haven't been out the house So our immune system is yeah. low It might be like a late, you know Kind of winter slash spring cold
0: Cold, yeah, I think it's going to mm. be a cold i can I, yeah. I mean even in my voice i can i can hear it i think it's gonna be a cold but i've started you know i do my vitamins so hopefully if it's a cold it'll be a short one um good, good. yeah eat
1: eat well rest well drink plenty um, I, you know
0: i wish i could i'll eat well but rest well i wish i could
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I say that and i uh, I heard myself say it and, and thought, you know what, I don't do that either, so... <laughs> I, I know, right? i am like, don't
0: rest all, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be, oh, I got three hours of sleep, yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: Oh, bless. <laughs> All what right, I like? it.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much um, for coming on the NFT Talk Show podcast with me. If um, they need to find you out there, I know Twitter is your jam. How can my um, listeners find you?
1: So if anybody wants to find me uh, on Twitter, it's at ScrawlZ. So that's S-C-R-A-W-L-Z-Y. Um, so just type in that scrollsy, and you'll see a black and white um, photograph of a bald-headed man. That <laughs> I will be sure to also put your Twitter link in the show notes. So um, you can head on to our
0: website if you need to just kind of click the link or just copy and paste it into your browser or just at Squirrelzy. (laughs) Thank you um, so much, um, Squirrelzy. Any
1: parting words for um, our listeners? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd love to say thank you to yourself. Um, As always, it's been a a fun conversation and I really appreciate you you having me on on this episode my parting words would be to anybody that's in the space now and is doubting themselves do not doubt yourself we all have dry spells the most successful artists have dry spells the situation changes all the time because it fluctuates with crypto and various things so believe in yourself you are going to do great you just need to stick at it and my advice for anybody new that's coming in is take time be yourself be genuine and you know just in being yourself and in being genuine make sure not just to share yourself make sure to share others make sure to there's no competition we have no compet- competitive we're all in this space and there's enough limelight to just share everybody absolutely
0: Great advice. Thank you so much, Andy. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you coming in to chat with me today.
1: Thank you very much. Take care.
0: Thank you. All right, everyone. So that is going to be it for today's episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. Do not forget to subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell everybody to listen to the NFT Talk Show podcast. If you ever hear somebody saying, oh, what is an NFT podcast? Refer us. We're your favorite podcast, aren't we? Yes. (laughs) And yes, don't forget to follow us on social media, NFT Talk Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook, NFT Talk Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you prefer Discord, if that is your jam, the Champagner Discord is available to all NFT Talk Show listeners. Pop in and say hi. I will be in there to say hi back. All right. So that is it for today's episode. I will catch
1: you on the blockchain. Bye.